It's time. This is what we've been waiting for. Time for the Saturday run. We're ready to go here. For Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Breakout year for this man, Jack Steele. Pumps the Saints into attack. This is the first inside. 50 memory with that double-footed jump. Tim memory. Very gettable chance. The Saints fans in the house love it. That's a perfect start. St Kilda memory's got it. Steele snaps around the body and snaps absolutely beautifully. Butler's dangerous. He's really dangerous here, Dan Butler. Finishes off in style. Massive players. Paddy Ryder tries to tap down towards battle. Gee, Williams is stripped of the footy. That's a ripping tackle from Loney. I reckon he's got him. Advantage paid. Goal! Another one for the Saints. Nice snap out of the pack. It's another one for the Saints. And absolutely loving the goal is Jack Steele. He's dancing around because he knows the Saints are marching into the finals. These are the new faces of the Saints who will play finals for the first time since 2011. Uh, so we welcome you to the Saturday Rub. It is quite extraordinary. Nine years, 3,296 oh, days, wow. if you don't mind, since the Saints last saw finals action in this competition. Uh, we're going to talk about that, among uh, many, many other things with the best in the business. Uh, BT's here. Hello to you, Brian. Hello, JB. Yeah, along with the Gold Coast, the only team to play uh, to not play finals since the 18-team competition was formed. Amazing. So well done, and they're all up and about. Of course, the Saints fans, we love seeing that uh, Eric Banner, I saw the great man. He oh. was excited. Fat Shane Warne. They've the, all the jumped. King. They've all jumped on. Let me tell you. So do, do they play Collingwood? Enjoy the week. They might have to. Do they play Collingwood or the Western Bulldogs? <laughs> that is the question. Well, uh, and, and they've played an exciting brand, and no. they've uh, rollicked their way into the finals. Good for them. Hello to you, Duck. Hello, JB, uh, gentlemen. I tell you what, I'm up and about today. Oh, uh, aren't JB. you? I, Look at I, you. Well, uh, last week we know uh, BT came in here. It was rainy. It was miserable. A real bit flat because. Uh, let's be honest, we all got told we were being locked down for longer and uh, yep. we had all of these uh, restrictions that were going to remain, Bill. Just get to I'll tell time. you what, today, because we're allowed to take the kids uh, now to the park. Things right. are different today because to I noticed beach. you've come in short. Well, yeah. yes, well, I, uh, I took the kids down, down, right. down, down that way to the beach, Bill, and thought, oh, down that way. beautiful day, beautiful Brighton way. Right, down, down, the, uh, Brighton yeah, way. down Peninsula way. Within my five kilometre yes. radius, just right on yeah, the Right on the right water. Right so you're in Frankston. Anyway, right. I, I just I thought to myself, I'll just go for a jog along the beach, and you wouldn't believe it. Or you just I left just, the kids standing? I'll just, no, I just was dead. I left the kids there, but uh, I just sort of went for a With bit their of a jog. mums. I've run, I, this Plural. This I ran past and just acknowledged. Oh, hello. Yeah, you know, they sort of. Uh, Who did you run into well, they, down they beach road? all acknowledged me. And I was moving I was moving fairly fast, but I ran past James Tompkins, the, uh, oh, the awesome, great man. awesome mass. Yes. And you went, unbelievable. Uh, you remember me? Yeah. Just gave him the little nod, and uh, nod, yeah. then the great Nick Rewalt was down there with all his little uh, blonde. You, can't, you, you know what? He's like a beacon. That yes. blonde hair. He looks like an alpaca. Right. He does. Standing yes. up on the uh, jetty there with uh, the, the little blonde uh, kids running around. North everywhere. Brighton. Looking resident. forward to the punchline here. Then, uh, oh, it's coming. Hang on. Then, <laughs> then ran into Goose Maguire. Oh, big Goose. Oh, big Goose, Goose was, was well, the Ross Glendening of the modern era. He has to uh, grow up. He's riding a skateboard. Oh, but anyway, on. no, he wasn't. A little bit of great. Who else, Doc? Then ran into well, this man, Dave. Demo's hero, uh, Mike Sheehan. Oh, oh man. Yeah, oh. Mike Sheehan. And, uh, Wandering down there. Stopped, uh, stopped having a little bit of a chat to him. And, uh, yes. Yeah, that was all very, very Still good. alive, is he? Right and, then, <laughs> and then, uh, and all of these people are exercising. Here, here, and it, come about. here it comes. Then, uh, then here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Someone let him out of the pen. I ran into Chicken Nixon. Oh, <laughs> the lips of oh. a chicken. And he, and he was on his little motorised scooter. Oh. So everyone else was running and walking yeah. and uh, walking the dog. 
Morgan chicken was on her scooter. And then then on top of uh, that, just yeah. to just uh, just to add to Fluffy Duck's big duck. Oh Fluffy Ducks had a uh, I just had a little chat with uh, Gary Ablett Senior just to uh, Senior Yeah, wow. just a little chat. Oh, just that's uh, unbelievable. Just, Did you get uh, him on? I heard what he uh, he he obviously put a thing on uh, for social media yesterday, Bill. Twenty seven you know minutes. He was articulate <laughs> and he sounded he sounded healthy. Uh, As Bill said, he sounded elegant. And did you was, get him it was on? Good to have a chat. <laughs> did you ask him to no, come onto the rub? I didn't. You know what? I wouldn't. I would never do that, Bill. Unlike oh. you. And given the description of all those people, that's exactly why I don't live down there. Oh. Have a listen to Bristol. Uh, Damo, nice to, I'm just picking a couple of those names up off the floor as we uh, say hello to you. <laughs> hello, Jim and uh, BT and Duck and, and Bill. And, hey, yeah, the difference uh, for me this week, I'm, I'm out of that quarantine hub, uh, still in a hub, but uh, got a little bit more freedom back, and uh, I still oh. think I'm having a breakdown up here, but uh, all going well at the well, same time. You look, you look happy to me, Damo. I am going to get, happy. What I'm gonna get the, to the hub. Yeah. So he's got out of the hub. That means he's in a new one. That means more wine, does it, Damien, and more space? What are you doing? Uh, not, not partaking a lot of that up here, Bill. Um, oh. it, it is accessible, but um, What's your yeah, role? not really the right forum for it. What's right. your role up there, Damo? What are you actually doing? So you continue to cover the game, as oh. I have, BT, for uh, a number of years now. And how did you go the other day, uh, well, last night, did we, uh, with uh, Danger? Yeah, we got him on last night, Bill, yeah, on, uh, on the Friday huddle. Because he took the uh, PIWS out of you. He did. He did it very, very well, didn't he? He did. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, oh, oh, well, well, I think because... Well, you're, you're driving the story, Bill. Yeah, what, what, where are you going punch with this? Line, Bill? Another no. punchless punchline. <laughs> no, where, where are you going with the Bill? No, I was just wondering how it all went. Because I, I was at the pub yesterday, and the, oh. the manager oh, should bit. run an eye over what's happening oh, at the pub with the new sure. opening hours and things like that, so I didn't hear it. But all good with Danger, because I, I thought that was funny. He's hanging it on you and who else? It was very funny. He, he, um, he's as good a user of social media, I think, as, as there is. And uh, so you he did there. make the, the comment after it that he's been in uh, in the lockdown stage now himself in the hub life for 11 weeks, yeah, and he too is going stir-crazy. Oh, yeah. uh, you were having a kick-to-kick with Tom Brown? You were down there and both looking... Uh... No, no, I refused to pick up a footy once uh, once I knew there was uh, cameras around there, BT. Uh, have a listen to Danger from last night. This is what he had to say about Damo. <laughs> Damo, look at Damo, very happy with himself at the moment. Well, we... Wearing all grey, a little bit dour for Gold Coast. Aviators on, just extraordinary scenes. Get out of yourself, Oh my lord, peacocking almost. Like he's got a jacket, he hasn't tucked a shirt in. Who does he think he is? Damien, I will give you a sliding doors moment for this weekend. <laughs> and it's tuck in or no tuck in. Tuck it in, Damien. So he's even uh, referencing your own column. Yeah, that's how he rolls, and little Gaz was uh, in yeah, on it too. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, he tried to wash his hands of it last night by saying that um, he w- he was pressured into it by oh, Hawkins and, and Gary, but uh, he did admit that it was his telephone that was doing the recording now, too. Now, Purple, you know my mail, my hub oh. mail up there has been peerless. Very oh. good, Jim. Peerless. Very well, it was in the other hub, Jim. Um, I'm not sure you've got the right contacts no, in this particular hub, but I, I, will, I will concede your information coming out of that quarantine hub was... was was mostly right, not, not totally right, but mostly right. accurate, and I, to, I, I rush hour earlier on this week, I said it's come to me that a journalist yes. has been on his balcony nude. <laughs> now, Purple. <laughs> he did go with that. Nude on the balcony, <laughs> a journalist. And now, firstly, now you know I've heard this from two different sources who saw it with their own eyes, so that is correct. 
Damien? <laughs> well, I can rule myself out of no, that being that person, that, Jim, as a starting point. That yeah. wasn't the question. That wasn't the question, no. but you know it occurred. Yep. Oh. Well, I, I don't because I didn't see it if it happened. Purple, you know it occurred. Now, what I have, it's taken me a while. I didn't want to go with it earlier in the week because yeah. I needed to get it right. Yes, Jim. The gentleman's yeah. na- first name is Tom. Oh, no. Now, Tom, there's a couple of if that's, if that's Tom Brown, Tom Brown, standing on his balcony w- w- with nothing on. God help us. He may have just got up, Bill. Is it, is it Tom Brown, Tom Brown? Brown? Oh, yes. Yes, it is, David. Yes, it is. Because Tom Brown wasn't in that quarantine. Right. Okay. So we can draw a line through Tom Brown and go with well, another the journalist hub. named Tom. Tom Morris. Might have been steve what nah. about Steve? No, I can. His first name wasn't Mark. There's Tom. a lot of uh, junior ones. Tom Morris shouldn't be there. Tom Morris is up there. Well, Damo, we're going to you with this. Yeah. Is that who it was? Nude <laughs> on his balcony and spotted by two different people. One of them, one of the people that spotted him, yeah. a, a, a great future Hall of Famer. Oh, Damien. <laughs> As I said before, Jim, oh. some of your mail you got out of that hub oh. wasn't necessarily correct. I think this part of the information is falling into that category. A, uh, oh. well, yeah. take, take it to the bank. Right. So, Tom Morris. I don't know. I'll tell I you what I'd beat first him. First name, Tom. It'd be a Morris minor. Oh. <laughs> you can't take it and gallop with it. Oh, no, I'm galloping. Oh. I'm, I'm just telling you that his first name was Tom and spotted by a couple. Well, he's up there with his girlfriend too, I do believe, Damien. Now, Damien. So he yes. got the girlfriend into the hub. Yeah. You had to be yeah. married, didn't you? No, no. I, I, she no, just, no. He, uh, he was he, he was entitled to do that. Yeah, well, he's been absolutely for three weeks. And I'm, I'm pretty yeah. Well, how long? How long? Three weeks. Mm. Yeah. So, Purple, there's one. Uh, I don't know the surname, just first name Tom, standing yeah. nude on a balcony spotted by two people. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, Purple, yeah. my yeah. understanding oh, no. is that after you've been papped by a couple of players who have taken the P1SS out of here quite justifiably, yes. uh, you've yep. crawled back into your shell and have refused to leave your room and lost all <laughs> of your confidence and swagger, but then you were spotted in, in white gear running oh, this no. morning white. in front of football. Is that true? Uh, and I'm scared to leave this room at the best of times, Jim, um, because there are footballers around here. But, yeah, apparently I have been photographed again today by oh. someone in this hub. So, yeah, I think um, I think it's got to stop, Jim. I think I'm, I think I'm become the target. I, I think you're seeking it. <laughs> yes. I think you're oh, wondering no, where the players are <laughs> and then putting the gear Very on happy and to mention Gaz's name and Danger's Danger. name. Danger. Yeah, Citing him and talking about him. Hawk was Tomahawk, there Hawk, yeah. It doesn't mention any, any of the underlings. No, no, it, all the he didn't price. know who they were. But yeah. are you still yeah. a white little towel and you're going down doing Pilates with the wags? Did that last week, Bill, in the yeah. other hub. I can, uh, I can get my own space around here, so uh, not not quite as uh, as out there. Now, Purple, you are the, the political mate. touch point that we have on this show because mm. the rest of us just speculate. You actually know because mm. you work in those circles. Uh, 21 cases overnight. When does uh, the man running this joint yeah. finally <laughs> extricate his head from his shaft and let us live normally? When's that going to happen? Jim, why are you coming to me well, who's in because, Queensland right now? Because you uh, are politically connected. Jim. So am I. <laughs> so, Purple, when does that happen? Yeah. You're in Whenever he tells us it's going to happen, Jim, you're, you're you know, partly it, won't be, it won't be quickly. You're partly responsible for the roadmap. You were in cohorts in drawing that up with Dan. Well, well, what, what I could talk about, though, is, is your movements, BT, because this, this is, this Purple, is now of great interest to me. Before we get on to BT's movements, yeah, we'll get we, on to we that need later. to know 
Because yeah. there's a city of 5 million people and 21 cases, so yeah. I, I think it's probably time that we were let free to live normally. I'll give you an idea, Jim. What? I'll tell you. It's on the average cases, okay? 14 days of average right. cases. Don't below 50. Okay. Below 50. We've had three. Right. Below 50 in a row. This is Melbourne. So another nine. So September 28th. Is when you think we're back to living normally. Not normally. There'll be one restriction. Down to three. Three. Stage yes. three. Pe- so nine days, Jim. People Purple uh, have been on social media, by the way, mistaking my dislike for Dan to be a political leaning thing. Yes. It isn't. No. If, no. the, if the Liberal Party had a Premier in power making this big an ass of himself, I would also be piling into him. It's got <laughs> nothing to do with political parties. It's to do no, with I've, incompetence. And I've, I've, Jim, have got to know you well enough to know that you will take on whoever yes. you take on, regardless of uh, political allegiance. No, it's a complete nonsense, anyone who suggests that. Now, let's get to Bristol, because no. he's going to have to hub. How's he doing yeah. it? Oh, uh, yes. You've got the latest. Well... Well, the, the big story about the hub situation is, is confirmation today from Nathan Buckley that still Sidebottom will head to southeast Queensland and therefore be available for a Collingwood final series. So that's the, the serious part. That ha- I don't know how he's going to do that, Bill. It's a good yeah. point. They, they, they were trying to get some form of exemption given the baby that he's had with his uh, his wife is only one week old and, and they will be coming um, as, as, a, as a trio. So I still believe they're going to have to do it through the Queensland government mechanisms. And that is that is quite arduous and I raise that because BT too is going to need to go through these situations I'm told that he's going to Darwin Okay, well, that may be the case, but he still needs to quarantine in a, in a certain way that is quite um, daunting. And if you, BT, are to quarantine, and, and you, I have got it confirmed today that you will be coming to oh. broadcast the grand final. So that's one part of this story, Jim. But oh. what I found out, oh, no, there, is, there are no exemptions given. You, you fly into into the Gold Coast. You then are escorted straight to a bus. Your luggage is taken to the hotel that is determined by the government. There is no way of knowing in advance. There is no way of making sure you get a room upgrade if you are to do it that way. You are taken to a hotel. It might be an hour away from the Gold Coast. You may get the room next to the laundry on level no, two. No, not for Brian. Not Brian. Not Brian, our yeah, man. He doesn't have there is to deal no with control. A there is no control over the type of accommodation you get. And you know what? That's the society I want to live in. One of equality, (laughs) one of lining up like everyone else and doing the same that everyone else has to do. That is my world. Welcome to my world, and I love it. Is it true, BT, that you have tried to get an exemption like Tom no Hanks. No doubt. Tom yes. Hanks. No doubt. <laughs> yeah. Danny Minogue. Look at him. Yeah. Danny Minogue. Duck. Other actors. Brian. Actresses. Duck. Is it true? You've, be, you've, you've aligned yourself. You've said you're as big as they are. No doubt. And that is true, Duck. And you be given yeah. those exemptions, exemptions as well. That is scurrilous. Oh, look at the face Scumbag <laughs> reporting. That's what I've heard. Of the worst kind. <laughs> and that is simply not true. I've heard. I'm, I can't wait. And you've sent to hey. arrive at Brisbane Air airport and be told to yeah. jump on that bus and jump in I've that hotel heard, room. I've, I've heard you want That is something I'm looking forward I've heard, to. I've heard private jets and security uh, and everything that what, you've asked for. Why aren't you going to Adelaide? Bill, it depends where the footy is going, likely to be. So you're going to Adelaide to quarantine? Well, we, we Bill, don't know. Bill, I, I know what's been going on this week. I'll go where Lewis the, Martin. Where in the, cahoots yeah. with Lewis Martin. Where, there have Lewis been say? all sorts of phone calls through to the AFL, yep. through to the Premier's office of, of the Queensland Correct. State Government. Correct. And what I've been told, 
everything has come back. No, you're on your own. Oh, no, 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 no. Made very... um, I think think what's happened here, because we all know that BT's big in the footy states, but in Queensland, he's (laughs) not so. They think he's he's El Chapa. El Chapa. (laughs) (laughs) He's not allowed in. He's got a bad profile, a very bad profile. Now, now, here here it is. It's the overlap from Duck for his own old gag. Hell, Japo can't come in. Now, You're related to him. Very old, outdated, but still a laughing gag for Duck. Purple, it's my male bristle tried to book a cabin in the Lady Pamela. <laughs> yes, they tried to get old Simo. Simo. Find something for me. Simo's quarantined at the QT at the penthouse. In the penthouse. <laughs> The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. From McDonald's. Triple M Rocks Footy. have the Saints first time, as we said, in nine years. A great footy club, and it's great to see them back at the sharp end of the season. And they've done it by getting some very nice players in mm. in the off-season, including this man, our man, fair to say, of yeah. course, uh, Dan Hanabry star, formerly with the Swans, and then just come down and straighten things up at the Saints. Uh, Daniel, welcome to you. Okay, guys. Hey, uh, now, are we, are we nice and excited? Because it was brilliant watching it last night. <laughs> Yeah, the boys are pretty excited after the game. I think it's been a, a long year for, for most clubs and, and certainly um, a lot of hard work put in by you know a lot of people at our footy club. So I think it makes it all worth it when um, you, know, you get a win secure spot in, in our first finals appearance for a number of years. So I think this morning we've woken up and, and done our recovery and, and sort of know we've got a you know a still big uh, big job in front of us, but certainly enjoyed uh, enjoyed the moment last night. Uh, you did indeed, Dan. Why not? I mean, you've been involved in plenty of big games and plenty of big finals. But to me, last night, you had a smile and you emanated that um, confidence, particularly coming off the ground and in the rooms. You, it looked like you really, really enjoyed that. Yeah, I did. I did, BP. I mean, the last last two years have been, or two and a half, three years have been really challenging and certainly um this year, uh, just before that surgery, I was weighing up whether I'd be, be back or not for the year and, and sort of contemplating off-season training and getting myself right for the next pre-season. But after the surgery, um, I started feeling really good really quickly and, and started running after two weeks. And then I started running pretty, pretty hard the week after. And I'm like, shit, I'm, I could be a, a sneaky chance. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. So I sort of started to push it from there. And um, at the two weeks with um, with Shedder and the, and the goat in the hub, and, and I was able to... Um, you know, put the hand up and, and um, be a part of it. So it's sort of, I guess, although I haven't played a lot of footy, it's, um, it makes it worth it when you get to be part of a, a great team performance, um, which gets us into a final series. 
Hannah, was, Hannah, it was really evident how happy you were, and it, and it really did look like someone that had just been let out of a cage, to be honest. Well, he had. Just, yeah, I know, that's what I mean, just out of the hub. And then to go straight from out of the hub into playing the game that you love, and like you said, you haven't played a lot of over the last couple of years. But uh, the, the passion that you guys sung the song with, I mean, it really did show how much this meant to this group, and, and you led the way, mate. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, um, you know, the, the club along the, along the journey, well before I got here, probably copped a bit of flack in regards to performances and rightly so, and certainly my last two years um, individually, I've probably copped a little bit and rightly so as well. I think, um, you know, the injuries have been have been frustrating, but I've certainly probably worked, you know, in the last 12 months, 18 months, worked um, as hard as I ever had to get back and, and try and um, play a bit of footy. So I think it was a little bit of um, release and, and just joining and um, embracing the fact that, I was back in, in that sort of environment where we were playing off the elimination final to get the final series. And then to enjoy it with your teammates and, and um, the whole wider club um, was, uh, was pretty special. Hey, well done, Hannah's Billy here, mate. Uh, you'll sit down with, I reckon, the coach, uh, Brett Ratton, of course, because a lot of uh, finals experience here, boys. 22 finals and a premiership. So you'd just go through a few things, I reckon, and just tell him how the week should uh, plan out. <laughs> No, I think Ratch has been a part of uh, a few finals himself as a player and certainly as a coach at Hawthorne so, um, and Carlton. So I'm sure uh, he's got a few ideas and he's got a few um, few guys in the in the box with him that um, are in the same boat. So I'll just uh, take a back seat this week, Billy, and uh, oh, listen to no. what the, the great managers say. Hey, Dan, you referenced the, the quarantine hub there a moment ago. Of, of all the unusual occurrences that have happened this year to you and your footy club, was training with Gary Ablett and Shane Edwards on, on a patch of grass about 50 metres by 35 <laughs> metres only among the most unusual? Yeah, it was probably amongst the most unusual. But it's also, I mean, I highly doubt if I didn't have those guys in the hub with, you know, the help of, um, you know, Ruffy was there, Andrew Mackey from Geelong, Sammy Lonigan from the Tigers. Without that sort of group of um, people um, and, you know, the physios, our physio, Wall and, and um, the one from Richmond, without that sort of group of people, there's no way, personally for me, I would have would have got back. So I'm hugely appreciative to those guys. I shot a message this morning just saying thank you for, for uh, you know, helping us sort of, obviously, basically structure a sort of AFL-style training, um, you know, sessions on, on as you said, a, a basically a postage stamp. So... Um, you know, certainly very appreciative of that, and um, I'm uh, you know wishing uh, you know Shedder and, and Gaze um, well today and, and um, over the week, and hopefully they uh, get through as well. Uh, it sounds like Hannah's that you and Damo might have made up with this little hub thing because it was strained the relationship beforehand, but you've come together and kissed and made up, have we? Oh, look, I don't know if it was ever strained. Um, I think uh, he was probably just doing his job, and I was probably just listening to him. Sitting there and uh, and copping a few whacks, but no, he, he was uh, he, he was like everyone in the hub, mate, just uh, just roaming around and uh, enjoying enjoying his time. <laughs> hey Dan, what about yourself? I think you played in the high sixty percent of game time last night. That's all. That was obviously a plan, and I think you didn't take part in the last thirteen or fourteen minutes of the game. What's what's the step up in the next game for you in terms of game time? Yeah, so I think I was played about fifty nine minutes roughly, which is obviously. Um, super low um, in general, but it was it was perfect in regards to having not even played for a while, and there's a big jump up in intensity, obviously. So um, I'll get a solid week of training this week. I pulled up pretty well, so we'll probably train Wednesday, Saturday. So I'll get some you know really good um, K's in the legs there, and, and I'll probably look to play around about maybe what I um, finished playing at before I got injured. So maybe 80 minutes roughly, I reckon, in a couple of weeks' time. So 
um, with the shortened games, you know, if you're a midfielder, you're probably lucky to play 90. So probably around 75 to 80 minutes from there, which, um, you know, which will be, will be, will be exciting. Uh, been a lot of talk about uh, Steele and he's, uh, I guess, his form this year. He's, he's really been one that uh, has had career best. Have you had much to do with him, given that you haven't played much footy? Have you still been involved in, in that area? I know you haven't been up there of late, but I mean over the last couple of years. Oh, I mean, I wouldn't say I, personally. I've, I've had a, I mean, I've, we've been in the same midfield group and we're, we're, we're good mates and, and we obviously work pretty closely together when we're playing and certainly when I'm out there training and um, more just like the rest of the guys amongst the midfield, bouncing ideas of each other. Um, he's got his thoughts on the way he wants to go about it and whatnot. But now a lot of it's just down to his uh, his hard work and his development over the last couple of years. I mean, even last year when he was tagging, he still had some games um, where he you know did some really nice things offensively and, and was able to um, do some pretty good things with it. So you think, gee, this guy could actually be a, a fair player if he was given a bit more of a, a license and a reign. And a few people thought that, and certainly Rats saw that in him. And um, it was just great that this year he's been able to get off the chain a little bit um, and, uh, and find the footy because I think he's had that talent all the way along, but um, he's probably had to build it from the defensive side first. Um, but yeah, this year he's been unbelievable and, and certainly you know, one of the better players in the competition. Now, Dan, I'm just going to take you back a little bit and just ask you uh, a slightly different version of Bill's question, and that is, I put it to you that you saw Damo as a real dweeby sort of wanker style. Yes. And uh, didn't have a lot of time for him at all. Yes. And then you had the misfortune of then getting locked oh, in the yes. same hotel and having to run into <laughs> him forced regularly on yeah. in the corridor and down at breakfast. Yeah. And you thought to yourself, Jesus, how bad's this? I'm locked away for 14 days and I've got to put up with him. With dweeby. <laughs> No, no, we, we, we got up pretty well. Mate. It was sort of nice. Um, any differences of the word there, which I don't think there was any, they'll put aside pretty quickly because uh, if you have 14 days in a, in a hotel quarantine with someone, you can't afford to not give them the face, not every day at breakfast, mate. So, uh, no, it was, it was a bit of fun. I did see Damo um, dressed to the nines every night, though, which I found a bit unusual, but, um, you know, yep. by, the, by the bar there. But um, yeah, besides is, that, it was, all, it was all good. Word is, Hannah, that he's been slipping around dressed in white and, and nude <laughs> and maybe nude. No, I didn't see him. Luckily, thank God, I didn't see him nude, but I I certainly didn't see him nude around the uh, hotel, that's for sure. So the players whispering to themselves, they see Damo there, they see Tom Brown, Tom Brown there, all all of these news types. What do the players, Dan, say to each other when they see him? Like, do they go, have a look at this lot? Where where, where are you at? (laughs) Well, I think there was actually, I think there might have been a a few, um, you know, murmurs that, you know, AFL staff and, and players, or the players that were there, and, and maybe even some of the support staff were the ones that were sort of gathering behind the bar. But most nights when I went there, and I'm not saying Damo was a part of this. He may have, he may not have been. But Ooh, there were, there on. were actually 90 percent of them were actually the media guys that were standing media by the bar. Touch. So, That's it. Um, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it's Damo, but it's actually those guys who were the ones that were, that were cracking a can first, first 5 by 1 p.m. First can cracked, and I reckon they went through about 10 or 12, and then. Um, and, uh, and then the players and the support staff are the ones that were told to um, stay away from the bar. So. First, first one to dub you blokes in, but down there sucking it themselves. Yeah, that's, that's right, right, mate. It's unbelievable. That's it. Hey, well played, nuts. Uh, watching the Saints go about it, as I said, a, a nine-year journey to get back to the finals, and did it in emphatic style. Dan, good luck. Have, have a nice break next couple of weeks, and then crack into that first final is going to be great. Cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Dan Hanabry, as you said, Bill, Premiership player himself. 22 finals and a Premiership player. So, nice. bit of experience there. Knows so, what he's doing. So is Butler, so is Hill, so is Howard, Howard. and so is Roughhead, the, all the new recruits. Uh, that's it. Yeah.
Thanks. How would not a premiership? It's, it's not. It's not the no, be all. Finals, and all. finals right. experience. Right, yes. It's not the be all and end all though. But, but uh, well, it helps, Brian. Just because you haven't played in a final doesn't mean you can't play well. No, you're right. But it would and help. Rothhead's not playing, Bill. He's there, Damien. Shut up, old feathers. <laughs> and put some clothes on. Purple time to do some news with you. Uh, Steel side bottom you've already touched on. Mm. He's definitely coming up and going to do the quarantine so he can play. Yeah, he will. And, and how he does the quarantine is yet to be determined. But but I, the way I read it, Jim, he's going to have to leave today or, or tomorrow yeah, because of yeah. the requirement of 14 yeah. days. And as we know, there's no matches next week. And then um, Collingwood's yet to be scheduled the the final that it will play. But uh, it's uh, needing him to leave yeah. ASAP. So he's got his head around it clearly with his wife and, and only week-old child um, who was born last Saturday. So uh, Nathan Buckley has confirmed that today that he will be going. And, it, and again, it's good news given they got uh, BT Trelaw and Agoe back for round 17, to think that he's now going to be available for the first final. It's, um, to me, it just breeds significant life into that potential yeah. uh, Collingwood uh, hope for what lies ahead in 2020. Damo, North Melbourne... Damo, just on that, I just wonder whether they're, with side bottom, whether that first final, given the very tight timeline, as you just pointed out, might be a bypass for side bottom, and they might be thinking ahead to the fact that they win a final and push mm. him into the next next week. Is yeah. that possible? Yeah, look, look, it is BT. And, and again, he, he's not even going to have the luxury that Dan Hanbury just outlined there. Dan Hanbury did have that grass patch of 50 metres by 35 metres, and it looked so small when, we, when everyone first saw it. But the, to see the work they could do on it was quite extraordinary. And he even referred to being able to do it got him into that team last night. Whereas the way still side bottom may be uh, forced to quarantine, he may not be able to physically leave even if he does it in Queensland, not, not even the door of his hotel room. Um, and he may not have a room with a balcony. So that's how restricted it is. Having said that, BT, um, there is going to be an elimination final component to Collingwood season, isn't there? So if you, if you get him up here, do you just roll the dice? And Because if he then doesn't play, you know, it's uh, another week that he hasn't played. So, yeah, it, it's a dilemma though, isn't it? And I think ideal world, you, you don't have him in that first game. Um, the North team, uh, as we saw yesterday, 11 players, uh, and I think everyone can now work out who it is and, and go on to the Triple M footy uh, social media to work out who, who they are, all are, but Madjack Dor, Jamie McMillan, Jasper Pittard, Mason Wood um, amongst them. Um, there's still unknowns, guys, and, and, and again, there is still significant situations to play out with, with Ben Brown, who has been exploring the market all year, as has the club. Jared Pollock, who wasn't part of that 11 yesterday announced, but his future is unknown when it comes to North Melbourne, and I still believe even Sean Higgins, Jim, who signed a new deal with North Melbourne last year to stay, and, and that does deal does go into 2021. It may even go beyond that, but it certainly goes into 2021. But I believe that um, there will be interest in, again from Geelong in uh, in what he may be thinking about the future. Interesting to me, uh, Duck and Damo, on this topic, that there was surprise at the amount of delistings. North flagged this many people leaving a month ago or six weeks ago. We said this last week, didn't we, uh, during the game when we did the North game. We were yep. talking about how many would be safe. Yep. Therefore, there were a lot that weren't safe. Well, you did it, though. That, uh, that, that's certainly the case. I don't think there's too many to... Pro- I, I will say that uh, the magic door... Yeah, given what he's gone through, we don't know what his actual body is like yep. right now. So whether he, you know he's in a, in good shape or, or not, Bill, he's come back for some from some horrific injuries. Yep. We know that he's played a couple of games or a few games this year. So we're not to know that he he has been he has played very few games over a long period of time. So he has been you know at the footy club, albeit the last couple, Bill, as we just discussed. So. 
no no real surprises yeah. there for me. The Ben Brown thing, well, we that's been on the card. So I, I don't think it's a shock at all. On with you. I would have looked at hanging on to Madge if his body's up to it because intercept marking defenders are pretty hard to come by. Speaking of defenders, they may get some good news with Aiden Core out of the GWS Giants, Damo. Yeah, interestingly enough, uh, he, he was based in the Sanctuary Cove hub where uh, North Melbourne was also based. And, and Toby Green, who I, I spoke to during the week, and he actually said this on camera, that part of the reason uh, he, he was asked to leave may have been due to the fact that North Melbourne was sharing the same facility as the GWS team. And Aidan Corr, as we know, told Lee on camera and the coach of the Giants last Monday that he would be exploring his free agency. The industry is saying that that's where he's going. I, I still feel there's some interest uh, in him from other clubs, including of St Kilda, who got active this time last year, BT, in a very significant way and in a way that helped them get into the finals this year. And I do know that there's uh, there's an interest of sorts in him. And I think other clubs will come running too. But there is a feeling, certainly from a GWS perspective, that the the North Melbourne deal is the one that um, made him announce to the club on Monday that uh, he wanted to explore that option as a free agent. Because of the saturation of the media, BT, we look at guys like Core, Polak's in the exact same situation. And and, and clubs Clubs like North Melbourne and others have done it and others have made mistakes by doing it. And they and we make them out to be like they're some sort of superstars Aiden. and they're going to be sa- saviour of Aiden the club. Core to me Aiden is Core's the same gonna, as what they're getting rid of. He's not going to be he's not going to be the saviour of North no. Melbourne, Aiden Core. So don't, don't go paying overs or giving a guy a five-year deal when he's not or yeah. shouldn't be given yeah. a five-year deal. To me, I, be, I mean, Polak, they've fallen into that already. So why would they want to be doing that again? He's no Jeremy McGovern. He's no Alex mm. Rand. To me, Aiden Core is the equivalent of what's going out the door. It, it is, why you bring it the is one of those in. ones that, that, that gets pumped up and then all of a sudden there's this frenzy around core as if he's like oh. a superstar. And he's not a superstar. No, you're right. The Giants weren't happy. Leon Cameron actually drove him to the airport. Is really? Right? Yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah. No, no, but I, I know what you're saying there, Bill, but you've got to remember, depending, we don't know the attitude of Aiden Core and the effect that he has on the group. But they wanted to keep him. I know, but the point is being dispersed out of the club the moment that conversation happened is you can understand that in certain situations if the flavour of what's going on is not a positive uh, effect on the rest of the club. So Purple, he's played 98 games, so he's he's right in the sweet spot of his career, I guess. The the GWS Giants interest me, Purple. This day, it was always coming, wasn't it? They were going to get this salary cap crunch eventually. I think you actually said on this show uh, last year that they were almost happy to have this Armageddon arrive at some stage because they thought they'd have tucked away a couple of premierships by now and they'll deal with when it comes. Well, it's now the day. Yeah, and you're right. And and the tucking away the premierships, the two was going to be the number that they felt that they were going to get. Now, they, they got to a grand final, and that's an achievement in itself. But ultimately, they got belted on that day. And the way they've um, fallen away this year drastically to the point where they could barely get three goals last night and had their captain come back into the team. And I think that's a really interesting scenario, just coming out of um, round 18 into the preseason. A captain who was dropped in round 17 and all sorts of commentary around it. Just Leon Cameron last night, though, did explain to the, the media and by extension the public that Stephen Canilio would absolutely be guaranteed the role of captain into 2021. Absolutely he'll continue as captain. Well, I understand it was a huge, huge decision. Whether people agree with it or disagree with it, that's that's up to them. But we're really strong as a footy club. Um, you know, he, he was struggling. Look, he, he's banged up um, and, he, you know, he, he needed a bit of a spell as well. So his form was suffering from that. And I, I was wrapped that he responded tonight. And that's the sort of leader you want. Um, 
you know, we've had a challenging year with our leadership group. It's a new leadership group, and we're going to learn a lot from it. But I'm really confident, like extremely confident, that the guys in there that um, are going to learn from a year that uh, is what's just happened. And um, you know, some of the greatest learnings you have from your greatest challenges, and there's no doubt our young group in that leadership group will will learn from it. It was always going to be a challenge for him, wasn't it? Uh, being first year captain, and in the in the current scenario where. If you do have a bit of a form slump, JB, then this is what a lot of people have to take into consideration, not only about individuals or about teams. Normally, when you're in a form slump, Bill, uh, you, you get out of it by training hard, you get main sessions. So as a team, you get that synergy. You do a lot of drills together to get that synergy. And as an individual, you get time to, to get a couple of main sessions in running, whatever it may be, more skill sessions. Well, under the current environment, they none of the players yeah. have had that. And I know they're not the only club. Every club's had it. Same. But as as soon as you give him a break, because he's coming off the knee as well, he got he got some obviously important training time in, and he and he performed accordingly last night. So, it's just important this year that we are, I think, a little bit more lenient on on individuals and teams because it has been a, a season like no other, and I, I just think that that has to yeah, be taken no, into like, consideration. It's a good point, but do they have any more kids? Are they warehoused anymore? No. Because I well, think they're... They're very thin at the moment. Yeah, exactly. If you look at them, they go 25, 26 deep. Had a good look at them last night. Right. They, had, they had bugger all players to come back into the side as it was, yeah. really. So they were down to a bare, a bare squad. And to me, oh, it's it's the way they play, Bill. I, just, I think they're a highly skilled team. They are. I think we know that. compare them to other teams in the comp, they're highly skilled. Individually, they good do players. They let them play with and use those, utilise those skills. It's this stiff game. The amount of times when the ball was on their half forward line, yep. just outside scoring range, and they wanted to kick deep into the pocket. So even when they're going inside 50, they're thinking defence. At some stage, you've got to give guys like Jeremy Cameron, Toby Green, a chance yeah. in the spots where they can actually mark the ball and not have it punched away. I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe the way they were, the way they've played this year. Dyson Heppel going to join us next. Simon Goodwin is also going to join us. We've got the quiz. Daisy Thomas, big, big show. And then Essendon, Melbourne from Metricon Stadium for Hard Yakker, a history of hard, by the way. And McDonald's, the Monopoly game at Macca's in full swing. Terms at mcdonalds.com.au. Triple M rocks. Saturday afternoon football. The Triple M footy Saturday rub for Hard Yakker, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Not far away from chatting to Dyson Heppel from uh, the Bombers, of course. Simon Goodwin going to join us as well. And Daisy Thomas a little later on as we celebrate one of the great careers in Cade Simpson, who's been a beauty for the Blues. Speaking of beauties, though, Dice Heppel's uh, jumped on the line and joins us. Welcome to you, Dice. JB, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Where, oh, before we discuss your club and today's game, where are you at, please? You came back, played a couple, injured yourself, but not re-injured. Is that right? You, the, what, what you've done is different to what you had? Uh, no, it is. Uh, it's a similar, uh, similar injury to the initial. Oh, oh. Just, Dave, I, I lost our man. Have we got you back? Yeah, speaking, boys, you got Oh, me. sorry, mate. Yeah, so, so you re-injured the same thing? Yeah, so, um, yeah, just had to get a, a bit of, a few more reinforcements in the, uh, the same injury. So, um, we're still up in Queensland, was lucky enough to get that sorted in Brisbane and, um, heading into the game now with the boys. Okay, so that will mean obviously uh, season done. But ha- first day of preseason, you'll be right. What needs to happen now? No doubt, I'll be uh, I'll be cherry for the start of preseason. I'll be uh, back in action in about six to eight weeks' time. So not uh, not too much of a stint on the sidelines here. 
Oh, that's good. How has hubbing been for you, by the way? You personally, how have you found the experience? Look, I've had a, honestly, I had a, had a really enjoyable experience being able to get away and uh, spend a lot of time uh, with the boys, time that you'd spend with guys that um, you wouldn't necessarily be hanging out too much around the, the footy club back in Melbourne. So it's been great to get to, to know guys on more of a personal level and uh, got uh, Kate's up here now, mate. So oh, I've spent a bit of time oh, with her. Kate Turner. Kate. Travels, boys. Oh, cool. <laughs> I was wondering... I was wondering how Kate was going, Dice. So it's all good. You didn't nearly have to be. You didn't nearly have to be married when you cop. Ah, uh, mate, we're still punching along. Ten years strong, but uh, no marriage yet, mate. Oh. Speaking of that, what about Big Tommy Bell Chambers? Announced that he's not mm. going on. Uh, you got a few words on Big Tom for us? Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's been a, an absolute uh, stalwart of this footy club. He's 13 years in the caper and given everything to it. So, um, I, I think he should be super proud of the. The work he's put in and, you know, he's put his body through a hell of a lot and, uh, you know, it's time to hang him up for the boys. So we sorely missed around the place and um, have really enjoyed playing with him over the years. So I was going to just get your take on, on the year that's just about to finish. Um, obviously, everyone on the outside has had an opinion. John Worsfold has been staunch from the internal side of the, the equation, um, trying to explain where the club is at. And yet, five years after he got there, not much has changed to the outsider. Just your take, if you, if you can, as, as, a, as a leader, as a captain of it. Sure, mate. Yeah, and obviously, the, you look at the win-loss ratio and it's... It is quite quite disappointing, and we're under no illusions on where we sit in terms of you know how hard this caper can be to get to the top of the ladder. And um, you know, from from eternally, as long as we're super aligned in what we're trying to build and where we're heading, and you know, I can't be, I couldn't speak more highly of the work Wush has done um, behind the scenes and um, the way he's being able to you know embrace this footy club and take over at such a, a challenging period and guide us through that and. Um, you know, the win-loss wouldn't, wouldn't show the work that he's put in. But in terms of internally, you know, we're really set and aligned in where we are heading. But um, we, we understand that this, this takes time. These periods take time. You don't just forge success overnight. So we're, um, you know, we, we believe we're, we're starting to build a really strong culture and excited to play under, uh, under truck now. And, um, you know, everyone's super supportive of the vision that he has for us as well. So... Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where we can go and, uh, you know, ready to tear into pre-season already. But um, under no illusions that there's a mountain of work to go to, to get ourselves to a really, you know, strong, uh, powerful footy club. Is it your understanding today that, that John will, will see out his end of the deal? And by, by when I'm saying that, will he actually do the, the post-match press conference as he has done all year? Oh, no doubt. I absolutely think he, he will. Um, and I think he should, yeah. We'll see, see what he has for us. What, what, Dice, what about all the exit meetings, etc., given the circumstances of where you are and the hub and a different state and all of that sort of thing? What, what has been passed on to you about how that process is going to work this year? Sure, yeah. So we've uh, we got on the front foot with all of that early. Um, we've punched through ours already with our exit interviews and more just a review in terms of Feedback from the year just gone, some great conversations and uh, feedback both ways from coaches and players. And um, I think the, the club as a whole got a hell of a lot out of them. And um, in terms of where the general list sits as well, it's you know it's hard to guys uh, won't won't uh, be known that until uh, the coming weeks. So uh, with list changes, etc. So um, obviously challenging period throughout these coming weeks. But um, exit interviews are all sorted. So um, it's had to be a you know. 
obviously a very different period this and punching out our Crichton medal uh, tomorrow as well. And it's a pretty quick and swift uh, end to the season. And right. guys, uh, what's the majority of the group going to do? Are you dispersing? Uh, you're not coming back here, surely. There's no yeah. point uh, coming back here. Uh, will you be <laughs> yeah. uh, just travelling around a little bit? Yeah, look, there's a bit of a mixed bag. A few will get back to, to family and, and whatnot back in Victoria. Um, others will spread out across the country as well, back to home states. And there's a few that will um, trek on and little road trips here and there as well. So get a bit of time away, ready to reconvene and fire up again. Regional Victoria's open, Geelong and things like that. Oh, okay. yeah, so just just if you can work your ass past the Ring of Steel. Get the Ring of Steel out of Melbourne, <laughs> yeah, get down the Cremorne yeah. for a palmy. It's like uh, a lackey <laughs> band, that Ring of Steel, I tell you. There's a lot of <laughs> big line-up today at Little River yeah, trying to get be. down to Geelong, the city of dreams. Oh, of course. So you're all good, mate. You're, uh, you're ready to go next year. You'll be the skipper under the new coach. So we're looking forward to a new Essendon because it's been a poor... Poo year. Been a shit year, to be honest, yeah. I said that. Oh, hello, Bill. Oh, hello, Bill. <laughs> From your end, mate, you can yes. throw that in there. But yeah. uh, no, we understand that we're going to cop our wax along the lines and yeah. uh, no issue there. But internally, mate, we're tracking well. I'm excited. Ready to go. Right hey, Dice, boy. how do you, as the captain of the club, how do you go with this um, commentary this week? And you're up there, so you might have heard a whole lot of it. But, yeah. you know, about, about the big Essendon names of the past – being unhappy about how things are going. How do you handle that as the current captain of this famous club? Yeah, fair shout. I, look, I do hear it secondhand, and I think I've spent long enough in the caper now that it, it's all part of it. It's, you know, the, people need to... People are going to have opinions, and, you know, sometimes it's, you know, they're going to try and keep themselves relevant at times as well. So I understand that people uh, are going to have jabs and throw things at us, but... Um, as long as I'm, you know, really set in, you know, what I believe and the values that I want to live by and uphold at the footy club and pass on to the boys as well, then that, I think that's all that matters. So, um, you know, stick fat to what I know and what I feel works best. All right, beautifully said. Uh, we look forward to watching the Bombers today. Good luck with your own uh, journey back to that first day of uh, the preseason. Good on you, boys. Thank you. Cheers. Guys, Heppel, good man. He was positive, wasn't he? Yep, he was. He Very had, positive. He clued up and he knew exactly what was yeah. going on and the yeah. honesty was good. That's it. And then, and Domo, just a little relevance clip at the end there for yeah. some of the big bomber names. Yeah. 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 Got to stay relevant. Lordo. Yeah. I, I don't think he's referring to Lordo there, though. I don't think Lordo uh, needs right. to have a crack at his old club to stay relevant, does he? I don't know. So who was he having a go at then, Purple? Yeah. That's a good question. That's a good question. Do you want to do it in the ad break? Oh, we can work it out. All right, let's get to a break, by the way. Hard yakka. King G's new work boot is here, the quantum safety boot. Shock-absorbing impact protection technology. It's the boot to tackle any logistics, light or heavy industrial job you're in. Get quantum work boots now at kingg.com.au. And... The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. For McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Melbourne just got a win today. If they want to appear in the finals, they'll need some other games to go for them, but they've got to take care of business against the Bombers this afternoon, and their coach, Simon Goodwin, former two-time premiership star for the Adelaide Footy Club, joins us. Goody, nice to have you on the Saturday rub. Yeah, afternoon, JB. Afternoon, boys. How we just saw the uh, vision that's being sent back from uh, Fox Sports, Fox Footy, of yourself and the big truck having a nice chat on the sidelines there. Of course, you would have played a lot of footy together. Yeah, obviously former teammates and obviously in a different profession now. But, um, you know, he's a, a good man truck and he's obviously embarking in a, in a pretty big job. So um, it's good to catch up with him. One five of your last eight, uh, Goody. 
feel like you're in good touch at the moment? It feels like this back end of the season has really improved a lot for you and there's been a lot better chemistry. Yeah, look, we've come away, BT, you know, into Hubland and, you know, we actually played some pretty consistent footy. We had, you know, five days in Cairns, which we'd like to forget. But outside of that, um, you know, the team's starting to progress well and we've started to build some cohesion the way we've played. So we put ourselves in a position where we can experience games like today and, and that's only going to be good for our footy club. What do you reckon the Bombers will do, Goody? They'll just go for it or what are you expecting from Essendon? Yeah, well, I think at their best, you know, they play with freedom and they play up through the corridor with speed and, and they get some really fast entries inside 50s. So, um, you know, you only have to go back, you know, to the Hawthorne game in the second half and that's how they played. So our ability to defend the corridor, slow the ball use down and make sure their entries are nice and slow is going to be really important for us. I see Nev Jetta's out of the side again. What, what is it with him this year, Goody, that you're looking for? What does he need to do to become that consistent member that he once was? Yeah, look, Nev's probably struggled a little bit with his body throughout the, the early part of the season and obviously his form's fluctuated on the back of that. You know, he's got himself back into some really good shape and I thought last week he came in and, and played uh, his role to a level which was, uh, you know, back to his, his normal Nev standard. But, you now it is tight for spots in our back half and, and Michael Hibbard's had an outstanding season so to get to get Hibbo back in, um, Nev's made way. But, you know, Nev's certainly someone that's back, you know, winning his contest. He's just got to give us a little bit more in offence on the other side of the ball. Hey, Goody, how hard has it been for individuals? So there's one example, Jeddah, who's struggling a little bit with his body. But then also as a team, to, to get yourself back in form when you're not playing your best footy, given that the majority of your weeks are shorter, therefore you don't get main sessions. How hard has it been to get time into your, your team and individuals, as I said? Yeah, look, it's really tough, Duck. You know, obviously we, we only train once as a main group together and, and the majority of that session is non-contact. So, um, you know, we have to work in different ways, you know, whether it be through education, through breakdown principles to try and get our guys in a real cohesive mindset. So it has been challenging, but it's no different to any other club. But, um, you know, when you play five games in 20 days, like we had previously um, up until this week, you know, you really are using your game as your ability to assess and, and train and, and get the things going that you want to get. Um, going into game, and um, I guess that's why I was really impressed with last week's last quarter. You know, I thought in, in patches in our game was quite clunky, but I thought the last quarter looked like more of us and, and back to the way we'd like to play. So, I mean, your, your club has had some experience recently of entering a, a final round of footy, not knowing exactly what happens in the event of a win or, or a loss. How weird is it to be there again today? Yeah, look, you, you learn on those experiences, you know, and their experiences from the past, but this is a new experience for us. And what it really comes down to is you can't have your club or your people or your players living in a place of fear. Now, if you expect to play finals or if you expect to play well, if you expect to win, that's not a great place to come from. We should have an intention to play good footy, and it's about what we can control and how we go about doing that. And um, that's what we're really focused on. We want to play with a freedom, but control what we can control, and uh, the rest look after itself. I know a bit about Trent Rivers' goody, as you know, because he lives with my brother, um, and he is a, a fine young man and might just be a fine footballer for you. Pick 32, so around about there, if you get a good one, you're really happy, and he might be a good one. Oh, yeah, he's a ripper, Trent. You know, he's got power and speed, and you know, he kicks the ball incredibly well, so... Um, you know, he's the type of player that the recruiters sort of targeted in terms of getting a guy that can really penetrate from their back half. So he stepped into AFL footy really seamlessly and, and obviously had a really big impact for us last week.
You're giving him a big push, JB. Every yeah. time I hear He's you good talk boy. about Melbourne, you're giving him a push. You're giving him the exactly lives with your brother. God. Speak to the coach. <laughs> yeah, he, a goody, he is a good boy. Am I wrong? God. Oh, no. You're, you're spot on, JB. He's a oh. boy, just like yourself. Oh. That's it. From what, Willardon. what about Angus? Because yeah. um, you've sent him home, I see. A goody. <laughs> yeah, no. We're pretty glad to get Angus out of the hub. He was the one everyone was <laughs> <laughs> he's, actually been, uh, he's actually been running a hub raffle and he's last uh, drawing names out of the hat and uh, yep. his last uh, addition was from the hospital bed and he might have uh, might have had a bit of a happy gas I think he was a bit all over the shop but uh, no he generates a lot of energy and spirit Angus and um, you know hopefully he gets well soon. Yep. You talk to him because he's he's very intelligent Goody. He's way too intelligent for me. He says well, things... I didn't want to say that, mate, but uh, <laughs> we spoke to him on the rush hour. got you coming. Oh, he said a couple of words in the first sentence. I go, oh, Jim, you take this one. <laughs> anyway, no more We're, we're not telling a story horse. to the players about history yeah. or something. I just yeah. wrote a gust and say, can you finish it off for me? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Christian Salem I'm interested in too, Goody. Is he underrated by the rest of the comp? Because I bet he isn't internally. No, he's not. You know, he's someone that we love with his ball in his hands. There's no doubt he's a great distributor for us. And, um, you know, Christian's got a really good baseline to his game. He, he doesn't try and do too much outside of that. But, you know, with the ball in hand, he's a, a very good player for us. Oh, and Froffy's May. Jeez, you'd love him. When he's, he's had an unbelievable year, Goody. Who's that? Sorry, mate. Uh, Stephen May. Sorry. Yeah, Steve, yeah. Maisie's been terrific. You know, I think. Oh. And credit's got to go to Maisie. You know, he yeah, made some significant yeah. changes when he came to the footy club about his body, how he trained, how he saw his saw his performances, and um, he's just been brilliant for us. Bloody hope. So, Goody, we hope today goes brilliantly for you, yeah. and then there's a finals campaign coming up. But it, were that not to be the case, what do you do as the senior coach? Do you cut straight back to Melbourne? Do you get a little break somewhere? What happens? Um, obviously, the fam the family hasn't come up, so you know there's a, a strong chance I'll be heading straight back. And you know, obviously, there's a bit to tidy up, you know, from a club perspective up here. But uh, you now, as soon as I can, I'll be getting back and re-engaging with the family. Sneak, sneak in a couple of days, yeah. Goody. Yeah. <laughs> but that's hard, Goody, because you've got to have a, a plan A and a plan B. Plan A that we might make finals, yes. then plan B exit meetings and things like that makes it tough. Yeah, look, that's, that's part of the industry, you know, and as I've spoken to our staff, our coaches and everyone this week, it's just controlling what we can control. You know, a lot of people in the background are looking after that stuff and, you know, for me at the moment, it's about trying to be the best coach I can be today and our players executing their role as best they can. Well, Goody, if Melbourne, which we hope it doesn't, of course, but stays in lockdown for this elongated period, you and I as former South Australian greats, oh, they should just up. open the bloody gate up for us, Goody. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Hang on. I would have thought so. I would have thought. No, duck, duck, you were there for a minute. Good oh, oh, put the joint oh, on the map. God, Don't worry, we'd uh, be happy to put you on the back of a truck and send you on. Yeah, bloody oh, yeah. I, spent, I went to school there for a little oh, bit. Oh, well. come on, duck. Hey, uh, we'll let you back, duck. We'll let you back in. Thanks, Goody. Well done, mate. Good luck today uh, with uh, what's coming up against the Bombers. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for the support. Oh, yeah, goody. What are you doing, Bill? Plan A or B? Which good. one are you going with? I played a state of origin B, game in South Australia and uh, no, you pretty did play, much won the game. For Fox footy last night. I, I think big Chip Kernahan, uh, how uh, many did he kick? Just, uh, uh, well, he kicked six. Well, and I kicked three from centre forward oh, and gave duck, five of his six to him. Last night was starting on. to sound like JB. Fox footy Actually, last night, yes. Duck, you kicked what? that goal and you put him in front. They thought they were going to win. And that's when Fev kicked that magnificent goal. That was against Carlton, Bill. Yeah. I know. He's talking about well, playing for South Australia. Yeah. No, well, no South Australia. We, we beat Victoria when I played for South Australia. Yeah, what? No. So where are you getting fed what, from? What about the Allies? You played the I never. I never. I was named captain every year, but just managed to get a little niggle.
And now, ladies and gentlemen, Triple M's magnificent segment, The Saturday Rub Quiz. IGA Liquor have you covered this final series. Head in store and pick up your favourite beer, wine and spirits. Head to igaliquor.com.au to find your nearest store. Here's your host, Billy Brownless. So $100 voucher. Yes, to IGA. Brilliant, thanks to IGA. We love that. Now, Fat. Yes. Well, people answer no interest in how they're going. Just tell us what you're doing and then answer the question. And, and you, I, I've noticed in your work a what? bit of padding starting to come in early. Why? We're not interested in that. <laughs> right? So if someone says, I'm out riding the bike, well, I don't want you to go, what is it, a giant? <laughs> yeah, I don't well, care what sort of bike deep. it is, Bill. Brian does that. Oh, I oh. try and get on with it, but Brian yeah. does that. He likes. Oh. He thinks he knows every bit of wood and merboo oh. and all that. <laughs> Carrass. Yeah. All right. Grass, yeah. tractors. So, so because we were, had one nearly horse. go for 40 minutes. Well, I've got a horse running at one, 140. So all right, if, so you've now got incentive to finish. Well, if if it's still going, I'm going to handball at the right. duck, all right? Get going. Right. Very important. <laughs> uh, let's go with Damien and Mernda, is it? No, no, Morgan in Richmond. Hello, Morgan. Fat. <laughs> Just uh, building a guitar at the moment. Oh, good on you. What do you play? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, here we go. Number one. <laughs> Name the Essendon player who recently announced his retirement after 136 games and does drive down Clarendon Street, yeah, Jim. Yes, in a in, Ranger, in one of those renegades. And Ranger. dating a very prominent... With, with no shirt on, no, down, down Clarendon Street. Very prominent... Uh, uh, would that be uh, Tommy, Tommy Bell Chambers? T-Bell, well done, Morgan. Great work, mm. Morgsy. Mm. Arm out the side. Yeah. Got it so you could see the big cannons. Manasles. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how we rolled. Bell Living Shuffle. up at Dalesford these days. Yeah, I, I hear that. that. There's a few of them up there, the Essendon boys. A bit different. Yeah. Different up there, Bristol. Yeah, I ran just, into uh, someone the other night. Trent Crow. Guess where he is? Where? Yeah, everyone goes to Dalesford. Yeah. Clunes. Oh, Bill. Yeah. What's wrong with Clunes? <laughs> no, nah, it's lovely. It's not the... That's where Bobby Davis... Is, yeah. Is Clunes near Ceres? Is that down there? No, Sirius is Geelong. Clunes oh. is out Ballarat way. Ah, right. Beautiful. No, not in the great. Oh, no, Bill. What? <laughs> Morgie, you're still with us, Morgie? Yeah, still there, mate. Combined. <laughs> lovely Banks. <laughs> lovely Banks is lovely. Mm. How many flags have Essendon and Melbourne won together? Oh. Um, get on to this. Um, 27. Oh, it's not a bad guess, Morgie. There's Marcus in Narry Warren. Just right back on the property. Good boy. How's things going out in Narry Warren way? Oh. Uh, not too bad. The virus is starting to get up. Oh, the virus is there, oh, is it? Well, oh. it's out that way. There's a bit of a cluster <laughs> idea. There? Get hold of it, mate. Whack a fence yeah, around it. Oh, it's a cluster <laughs> out that way. Casey way, Brian. Oh, ring of steel. At- yeah, <laughs> this <laughs> ring of steel nonsense they carry on with them. It's a fair thing. If it's raining, no, there's no ring at all. <laughs> Yeah, right. How many flags of Essendon and Melbourne won there, uh, Marky? Uh, is this a lifeline question? No, it's not. Oh, stop asking questions, mate. We'll ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 23. No, more than 23. John's there in Hoppers Crossing. Oh, nice spot too, Hoppers. John? John, oh, man, sorry. Yeah, I'm, having a beer, prof- I'm having a frothy, Bill. <laughs> You're whistling there. Right? Yeah, whistling <laughs> Dixie. Sorry. Can you whistle Skippy, the Parry. turn to Skippy, the bush kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's <laughs> going on? That's what's not happening to your quiz? Yes, that well was Brother Brian and Duck. Well Take control of your quiz. Oh, that's my fault, isn't yes, it? Please, <laughs> shut up. 
What's your question? That's not it. What's that? Thought it was. What's that, Skip? Oh no. Then then you welcome it back. Take control. Ask that question again, Bill. Skip. So what? What's that, Skip? Seriously, uh, Jim. This is why this segment oh, must oh, stop. Oh, someone's trapped yeah. under a car. Yeah, there's been a car crash yeah. down at the gate. Is that right, eh? How many are in the car, Skip? 28. Uh, uh, four, four, right, eh? Yes. Is anyone badly? Should we ring the amber? 98% yes, of our audience don't even know what Skippy is. It's, it's a kangaroo, Jim. thousand years old, are you lot? He's a talking kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, uh, he's still, still alive. Hey, uh, no, he got shot. Hey, Someone shot. shot. He's still alive. No, he's not. Leon got him. BT thinks he's he's sunny. (laughs) Fat. Yeah. This is exactly what I told you couldn't happen. (laughs) I don't know who. Um, Morgan. We're on to John from Hopper's Crossing. Right. He got the answer. He got the answer. 20. uh, Melbourne and Essendon combined grand finals. Yeah. Yeah, How many? 28. Yeah. Well done. We had Essendon with 16 and Melbourne with 12. Mm. Yeah. Oh, thank you, um, John. Yes. And number three is a lot of points, Johnny. Get around him! So you got Damien up there in the old hubbing demo. You got uh, Skippy Duck and you got Exemption <laughs> Brian. Exemptions. <laughs> Exemptions. <laughs> Exemptions. Exemptions. I'll be obeying by the rules. Oh, yeah, oh, of course yeah. we'll. Righto, John. Since 1978, how many Danahers have played oh. for Essendon? New and South Wales boys. And name them. Bob. Hey, Bob, you got exemptions, you got Hub, and you got Skippy. I go with Damo. Uh, Hubby? Uh, well, there was oh, here we Terry, go. Right. Neil, Chris. Well done. Yeah. What would a mental blank on the fourth one? Anthony. Yeah. Oh, they're oh, yeah. work. Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. They're working together. Oh, nice there you go. Yeah. There's you, the fourth. Tano's. You work for Anthony. I do. I work at Danaher's. Oh, the cleaning. You're cleaning yeah. stuff? Oh, I'm yeah. a facility manager. There's going to be a few more, though, aren't there? Yeah. yeah, there's more than four. So we've got there's four. four. But there's there's the brothers. Go. Yep. Nah. Do you should have taken me, mate. Shh. Should have taken me, mate. <laughs> I know this. I'm a North Melbourne supporter too, mate. You've right also got Darcy as well. So what do you got? Darcy. All right. Yeah. Then now, let's go back to John. What do you got, John? You finished? We're going six. Six. Finished yet? Yeah, he's yeah. finished. Well, what? Oh, I'll go with Damo. Well, wrong. No, it's wrong. Thank you. No, it's not. Six no, is right. right. So you got right, Terry and Neil, Anthony, Chris, Darcy, and Joe. Chris, Darcy, and Joe. Yes, exactly. Right. There you go. See, well done, John. He didn't do all those. No worries. Yeah. I think he play. missed Joe, didn't he? He missed one. No, he Damien, Joe. Damien, Damien went six. with it. Replay it. Right. Add <laughs> number four. Add the following <laughs> jump, jumper numbers. Okay, put them together. What does it equal? McDonald, Tip, and Woody. Now. Michael Hurley and Jakey Stringer. And you got oh. three seconds, John. Jeez. Oh, no one will get this. What? No 42. Invo- involves Matt. 42. No, you're way out. Jakey's there in Northcote now. What number's McDonald's Tip and Woody? Shut uh, up. Uh, watching the basketball. Oh, the, where you are. Lakers are thrashing Denver. Yeah, they're running away with it. Looks like. Thanks, Jake. Yep. All right, so the question. Uh, they're three players. Um, <laughs> Jumper numbers of uh, Tip and Woody, Michael Hurley, Jake Stringer. What's it equal? Um, oh, listen to Jake. If anyone gets this, they're fairly... That's enough time. Timing there. What? 
See, we can't. They're adding them up, Jim, and they're yeah. looking at them. Well, that's what you've got to that's do. That's what you've got to do if you want to get the answer. <laughs> but they're looking them up on right. on the, the net. It's <laughs> <laughs> a maths question. Damien, add them up. Damien in Ainsbury. Yeah, that'll do. Mernda boys. Murdering his fat. Oh, yeah, out near Doreen now. Murder. I used to go to the Murder market all the time, buy a little piggy or chook or something. <laughs> buy a pig, did you? Yeah. Piggy. Fantastic out there. What did you do with the pig? Took it home and bred more pigs. And ate it. Yeah. <laughs> right, used okay. to feed people to it. I had the following numbers. Tip and Woody, Michael oh, Hurley, I've Jake Stringer, Damien it. from Murder. I'll go with Duck, eh? Well, it's not, not a, a lifeline. Not question. a lifeline, lifeline mate. You've got to add it up, Damo. You sort this out yourself. Don't think you'd... He's got it. He's got it. No, no, but it's not a lifeline, Damien. Nobody cares about up, Bill. Oh, no. This seriously. Yeah. Bill, this is a train wreck. They're, they're starting to answer is it back one, for you, Bill. Is it 140 yet? No, hang on, Duck. No respect for you, Bill. None. All right, next one, Bill. Damien in Ainsbury this time. G'day, Damo. Yeah, I did the, made the lawn, had a run, had a shave, now having a frothy. You've done none of that, Damien. But anyway, uh, Tip and Woody, Michael Hurley, Jake Stringer. What's that add up to? It's got to be uh, 84. Oh, oh nearly. Oh, <laughs> Just man. a couple. Is this Rob back, is it? Off. From Hoppers. Is that you again, Rob? No. Oh. I'm... Rob, I'm... I'm, I've just mowed the lawns and having a beer. Yeah, you can barely talk. A lot of people, a lot of people are mowing lawns and having frothies well, out it's there. It's beautiful weather. Rob, do you know the uh, total of Tip and Woody, Hurley, and Stringer? Complete guess, mate. Uh, 105. Oh, oh, just a, a bad luck, Rob. The last bloke was 84, and he was not far off. Right, oh, Jack's there in Geelong. Oh, beautiful down there. Pubs are open, coffee shops. Jackie boy. Just here, pick it up, uh, lunch, Bill. Yeah, they are. Yep, man, it's all good. Where are you, where are you lunching today, yeah. Paco? Uh, no, standing way, Paul. I'll tell you what, what you, you talk having? about packing the streets long. Every time I drive down there, it's like bloody grass blowing through up the street. There's nothing open. There's Jim about it. two cafes and uh, nothing there. Well, everything's open now because it's all been closed, I know, Brian. but there's nothing there, Bill. It's like three buildings in Packington uh, Street. Jim loves it. Uh, do you get the numbers? Tip and Woody, Hurley and Jake Stringer. Uh, is it 86, Bill? Yes, well yeah, done. Well done, What Jackie question are you up to? Five. We're going to have to go to a break. No, I've got How momentum. does it happen? I've got momentum. It takes you a whole segment momentum. to do five questions. Mm, well, Four. let's have an 11-minute break because I can't come back. No, you'll, you'll be coming back and sucked in. Huh. Hard Yakka, a history of hard. We thank them, of course, every Saturday. And our great mates, McDonald's, Triple M, Rocks Footy. The Triple M Footy Saturday Rub for Hard Yakka, a history of hard. From McDonald's. Triple M rocks footy. Whatever you need at Coats Hire can make it happen, search Coats Hire today. Triple M footy Saturday afternoon, Essendon and Melbourne. We've got Fat here trying to run a quiz and making a horrible hash of it. We've got Purple up in uh, Queensland just on a screen looking weird. We've got uh, <laughs> Bristol here with no shoes on. And we've got Duck here with virtually oh. no clothes on. Well, <laughs> Duck, you're very short shorts. Something yeah. will fall well, out there. short. Mm. All right. <laughs> So, Fat, you're halfway through a quiz. You've taken 15 minutes to get to this point. And we've got Jack in Geelong. Welcome back, Jack. Um, this is a lifeline. Get around him! We've used Damien, so you've got exemptions or you've got Skippy, okay? <laughs> there, are th- there have been three players to have played 300-plus games wearing the number six. Name them. Jack, you've got Brian uh, or Duck or yourself? I'll go with Duck. 
Oh. Yes, she can. Yes. Brian's yeah. left to laugh. Oh. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Oh, I know the Okay, well, right. I know, well, first and foremost, that the guy that's just retired, Cade Simpson. Cade. Uh, has played over 300. He will, 341 um, at the minute. One of my favourite, uh, the smiling assassin, Brad Johnson, 300, from the Bulldogs. 355. Played, uh, he did. And the other one was... Interesting, this one. The other one was... Get on with it, Luke Power. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he's got one of those wrong, so I wouldn't Luke take... Power for yeah. Brisbane. He's got one of them wrong, so... Played over 300. All right, oh, Jack, what do you think? I'll go with uh, Duck, please. Oh. Well, oh. Luke Power played 302. Yeah. Good nice. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Good, good question. Good, duck. good question, that, Jack, wasn't it? Oh, this yeah, next one. Yep. Next two is a bit. A bit how do you uh, know the questions? Because I've just heard that something's popping up. Number six. How many times did Melbourne play finals in the seven seasons coached by John Northey between 86 and 92? Gee, I reckon a lot. Seven seasons coached by John Northey. How yeah. many times? Uh... Six. Oh, bad luck, Jack. Oh, Geelong. Yeah. Seb's one, there. One off. Seb in Port Melbourne. Uh, Sebastian. Eight. Just. Oh, geez. oh, that was. He uh, said hey, which is a, a short form yep. of hello. Hello, and you're not allowed to do that. Hey. I, I, hey. I said, what do horses eat? <laughs> hey, poor Seb. <laughs> Sam in Tarang. He's in the country. Oh, it'll be nice out there. Fresh air. Sammy. Yeah, just on the Kubota in the backyard, Bill. Oh, the Kubota. Good, we went down to Tarang and Bill milk, <laughs> yeah, right, milked the cow and actually took a shot in the face. <laughs> <laughs> one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> he pointed the teat at himself purple and the milk sprayed <laughs> all over his face. We were there, Luke, weren't we? It was a good look. Do you know where we were, Sam? What um, dairy we were at? Oh, oh well, you're at Dave Canady's Dairy in Nurt. Yep, that's it. Sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? You got on the farm. You got Daria, farmer? Daria. Yeah. Daria. <laughs> yeah, on the on the on the on the dairy out here milking some cows. Got the Kubota tractors here. Good on you, mate. Well done, Sammy. Number six, how many times did Melbourne play finals in the seven seasons coached by John Northey between eighty six and ninety two now? Eighty six and ninety two they would have played in seven times? No, there was only well, he only coached for seven years. Uh, Luke's there in Essendon. Hello, Luke. Yep. Yep. Luke. Hello. Oh, sorry, buddy. Oh, I'm at work. Well, you can't hear. Or what's going on? What are you sorry about? It's a bit windy out here in Essendon. Yeah, it is. Right, mate. How many times, John Northey? Uh, um, whatever six. it was. No. no, not six. Craig and Mornington. We're getting through them. This is good. They've been waiting. Look, a lot of callers, Craig. <laughs> yeah, um, just reflecting on my golf career at at Mornington Golf Club, mate. Oh, just had a bad round. <laughs> not, uh, not no, not allowed to play. Oh, no, no golf for the morning. Sorry, point. down in Geelong, you can. Oh, okay, that's why I'm yeah. reflecting. Okay, Craig. <laughs> um, <laughs> Melbourne played in how many finals under John Northey? He coached for seven There's years. That'd be four. No, it's not. Oh, he's old Kleiny. Calvin. Gareth. Oh, sorted out my socks. Sorted out my socks drawer and have just done the dishes. And that's five times. <laughs> five. Yes. Oh, well done, mate. Good boy. Number seven. How many minutes did Gary Ablett Sr.'s YouTube video last? Oh, I do put this in. 27. Oh. <laughs> 27 minutes and 38 seconds. Yeah, well done. And he spoke well, didn't he, Gary yeah, he Sr.? he was sharp. He was 
Oh, he's yeah. got a job. He could easily be, yeah. uh, if he wanted to go into the preaching yeah. side of things, he, he would be great. I'd go and listen. We should get him on. You should. Give him yeah. a ring. Well, we spoke to him, didn't we, Doug? Yeah, we, did. we did ask him, Very but nice. he said no. No. He was actually working. He was doing some work. Delivering some... Oh, well, whatever he was doing, he was working, <laughs> yes. Number eight is a lifeline. Get around him! And you've only got told. <laughs> Last kid oh. in line. Oh, oh Fatty Brian. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> oh, Damo. One forty yet. All quickly getting in the barriers. Scurry up. Let's answer these. Which player has kicked the most number of goals with 422 majors wearing number 33? A, Jeff Farmer. B, Brett Allison. Mm. Fruity. C, Philip Matera. Or D, David Cloak. Now, it's a lifeline if Brian, you want to use me. If you want to use Brian. <laughs> I would like to use Mr. Taylor, yeah, former well, Nickabellas attendee. Oh, oh hello, Bruce. Nickabellas. Nickabellas. Nick <laughs> smacked in the chop at Nickabellas on you the way did. out one you night. You got the clip on the way out. D.O. was the power broker <laughs> at Richmond. Uh, he thought uh, he's getting just a little carried Ahead away with himself, himself, this young man. Just uh, on the way out. If uh, Mickey Hamill, who was the yes, uh, security yes. guard, Bouncer. could just give him a clip on the way out. And? Bang. What did you, what did you what do? It, I didn't do anything. Oh, I just got a clip. Soft. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so you're using me. David Cloak played 333 games. Yeah. So he's the obvious one to me to be right. And but kicked eight in his last game or something. Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 Uh, amazing player. And now... That could be right. Oh, was, turn um, down what, your phone, Doug. What's the question again? Oh, him, who's kicked the most number of goals yeah. in the number 33? I would have thought so, so the games don't mean anything, Bill, uh, BT? Well, no, but Thank given you. the fact he's played 333, he would have kicked a lot, is my point of uh, the amount of games, uh, Damo. Uh, having right. said that, I, I, I think it could be Jeff Farmer. Right. I think you're right there, Brian. I'll go with you. Yes. Well done, Brian. Oh, good work, Brian. Righto, let's get going. Number nine. Who Fred was second? Who was second out of that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Fred Fanning holds the record for the most Started, number, number of girls kicked in a game with how many and which club did he play for? How many goals did he kick he in which club? 18 for Melbourne versus yes. St Kilda in 1947 at the Junction Oval. I'm a St Kilda supporter. Jeez, he's all right, this bloke, Calvin. He kicked, in his last two games, he kicked 10 and 18. Kicked 28 goals in his last two games. Just push it up a little bit more, Crystal. And the last one, <laughs> Essendon's last finals win was back in 2004 against whom? Melbourne. Oh, bang, too good. $100 IGA liquor voucher. Thank you. Right. Oh, no good here. Oh. <laughs> thank you very much. Really appreciate it, gentlemen. Well, well done. Tough, Calvin. And thank you very much to IGA Liquor, of course, for their help with the quiz. Fat, how's your thing running? No, not going great. It didn't go well at all, Jim. No, here it comes. Oh, is it going to rattle home for you? One, two, three, four, five. Come sixth. Good oh, sixth. Oh, no, that's good. <laughs> out of seven. That's where you want your horse to finish? Sixth. Oh, no. Fat just finishing the quiz and... His horse is still running. Seventh, and, uh, seventh Jim. Uh, seventh. Out of seven. Out of seven uh, starters, yeah. yeah. They'll, have a, they'll have a vet bill for you or some excuse, Bill. Yeah, the horse threw a shoe or something. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I just didn't get out of the gates. <laughs> no, it got out all right. I did it. <laughs> just didn't run out. Monopoly game at Macca's is in full swing. Terms at mcdonalds.com.au. News. Purple, where are we headed? Let's uh, retrace or revisit a uh, conversation we all had with Dyson Heppel, injured Essendon captain, about an hour or so ago. Uh, made, a, made a few comments about where Essendon's at. Um, also delved into the criticism that had come the club's way from former Essendon people. He's delivered a, a shot here at someone. Let's hear it first. 
people are going to have opinions and, you know, sometimes it's, you know, they're going to try and keep themselves relevant at times as well. So I understand that people uh, are going to have jabs and throw things at us, but um, as long as I'm, you know, really set in, you know, what I believe and the values that I want to live by and uphold at the footy club and pass on to the boys as well, then that, I think that's all that matters. So, um, you know, stick fat to what I know and what I feel works best. Relevant purple. Mm. I think Dean Wallace will be one person he's referring to there. Obviously, we'll let Dyson Heppel explain that if he needs to uh, subsequent to this conversation. I'd be surprised if Not Dyson was levelling any... I'd be staggered if Dyson Heppel was levelling any of that at Matthew Lloyd. He, he's as well-researched, Lloyd, as anyone I've come across in, in media, and just because he's got an Essendon past, to me, uh, precludes him from being uh, accused of that. I, I would read it that way. Does anyone else read it differently? Nah, spot on. I'm with you there. Lordo, and he talks to the players still, doesn't he? He's, he's got a uh, good connection with most of the players there, but he's just a frustrated fan like there are a lot of out there. Well, there will be, Purple, because it's a big club. We, yep. we forget that. They're a massive club, Essendon, um, and they have been poor now for a long time. Yep. So I'm not surprised that there is a bit of unrest kicking around. Yeah, and there is a, a lot going on behind the scenes. They still need to determine officially the futures of, of Danaher and, and Fantasia and a few others. Um, some big-name players got dropped toward the back end of the, the year, and I suppose that they, they may too also be considering what it is that they want to be doing from 2020 onwards, despite contracts being in place. Peter Vlandis, uh, we love watching this. We're on Vlandis' watch regularly, uh, yeah. Purple, just to see how he yeah. rolls. What's he got for us? Or rugby. Yeah, the, uh, the head of uh, Rugby League, as he calls it himself, yeah. uh, has constantly been taunting the, the AFL and, and I don't, no one really knows why because no. uh, it seems to be a game he's playing by himself but as you say Jim he's, he's great listening, this is his latest offering yesterday While they're in Brisbane it's like the people going to an ABBA concert when they're ACDC fans so they'll, they'll like the rhythm for a while but they'll, they'll go back to the, you know, the real heavy stuff, the rugby league a rugby league. league. Who, who was laughing there? <laughs> what, what audience did he have there? Dude? Oh, the, the, the sycophants that he talks to, Bill. Everyone's a sycophant in, in his life. But yeah. uh, that's the way he rolls. And he, he's done a great job in isolation in terms of what he's done with NRL since he's uh, got there and obviously racing as well here in, in New South Wales. So, yeah, but it's I, I don't feel there's any um, focus from an AFL perspective of a significant nature on, on NRL. I, I don't know whether they're playing the same game he's playing. No, I don't think there would be purple. I think um, Gill's actually uh, stayed nice and away from all of that. And I, I actually think the, the big dance going into Queensland is a brilliant thing. The build-up yeah. to the grand final for that week will be amazing. All of the, the hype that goes with it. And we have, Adam, we on, a, on the rush hour on a couple of occasions, spoken to Gold Coast and Brisbane players yep. who have all offered up, without being asked purple, that the, the AFL code is electric. Growing. Growing, yeah. and it's being spoken about on the street and it's on the television news and yep. all it, stuff that it hasn't been for in, years. In the local press up there, Damo, do you get the feeling there could be a little bit of anti-AFL with that grand final week? Do you reckon they'll try and protect their game and not cover the game the way it should be covered for the grand final week? Uh, historically, that has been the case, BT, and I've, I've lived and worked for, for, for publications up here um, going way back, but the, the News Limited connection is an interesting one because of the ownership, effectively, of, of the Brisbane Broncos, the main rugby league team in the southeast Queensland corner, but it's also clearly got an investment heavily in the health of AFL, given the, the broadcasting deal that it's got as well. So it has changed, and, and I honestly think that when it comes into town, as, as it will from a serious perspective, as we get closer to that October 24 
date that it'll be getting fair coverage um, for, for being a massive event in this particular part of the of the world. All right, the awards nights, they're going to all be bundled into the one thing, yes? Yeah, so as we know, in this particular, in the finals periods, we've normally got five separate functions. Um, four of them are going to be held on the same night. All Australian, which is always a, a massive one, and Duck, uh, Duck attended uh, eight of those, I think it was. The Rising Star, the AFLPA MVP, and also the AFL Coaches Association Player of the Year. Those four awards will all be bottled up into, into one on September 28th. And virtual? So also, the Coleman Medal too, isn't it? Yeah, but we we've got to know who that is prior to that. But the acknowledgement of it and the official um, handing over of the uh, of the actual award itself will be done on the same on the same night, Bill. But yeah, yeah it's going to be all jammed in. It will be virtual, Jim. I, I don't have a full uh, grasp of exactly how it's going to be presented to the public. I'd imagine Foxtel would be uh, would be driving a lot. In fact, they will be driving a lot of it. But uh, it, it probably makes sense, doesn't it? It, it does often get. I think dragged out a bit. I know they're all individual awards, but equally um, packaging them together, it might it might be yet another thing we take out of 2020 into the future because of the the cost savings. Clearly, on on what's going to be happening Speak, on, on that front. Speaking of costs, the money spent keeping this comp afloat with these hubs. What's it going to look like when yeah. all is said and done? It's going to be um, north of $60 million, and that's a figure that actually Gillen McLaughlin himself, Jim, put uh, on the public record during the week, and that's just the component of hub life in Queensland. Now, there's other costs attached to what's happened in, in COVID-19 times, but it's a significant investment, isn't it, in, in obviously travel, um, in, in hotel accommodation, even car hire and, and chartered flights and Babies. and food and, and, and all sorts of uh, expenses. Dog trainers. Yeah. <laughs> Swimming coaches. Yeah. There's a lot of them, like, you know, people that just are there. That's it. I'm keen to see what the budget for BT and the Channel 7 crew will be when they go up there. I'll just be obeying all the rules. When are you leaving, BT? I've had a few texts since we discussed this about an hour and a half ago about your movements. Um, I'll be leaving. I believe you are going pretty soon. In time to quarantine. When, bro? Legally. When? I'll be going soon. It'll will be, you be out in time for a preliminary final showdown? Definitely will. It'll be your second okay. batch of quarantine too, Bruce. You already yes, had to get I've already through done one. quarantine, oh, and no. I've quarantined a third time. Lawn, I quarantine all. The, I I am the quarantine king. <laughs> it's fair to, to say it. though that uh, that that first quarantine you had will, will be far more relaxed than what you'll be stuck with here I in am, Queensland uh, when you are most... given a random hotel room. It could be a hundred kilometres away from Brisbane. Quite possible. You may not even be able to open a window and you'll be three times a day. The door will go... Well, whatever the And there'll be a little are, plate of food left for you. Whatever the rules are, Damio, Damo, I'll be sticking to them. And uh, I am the most quarantined person in Australia, so... <laughs> Holy I'm moly. Happy. Holy moly. Rules and Brian Taylor have never yeah. been used in the same sentence in a positive way ever, ever. before. No. Ho- holy you could bring the whole competition down still. Guess yeah. where Guess where that's being shot at the minute? Holy moly, up in Queensland. Oh, oh Brian. Oh, you can do it. You can still you get can out still there, do it. Brian, and do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can get out there, Brian, and do your holy moly. We're going to oh, take a break. <laughs> holy dooly. <laughs>